Good morning and welcome back to our small group resources. Today we're going to be looking at Romans chapter 8 verses 5 through 8 and the sermon text is Psalm 75. Paul has just explained how God dealt with our sin problem in verses 3 and 4. Listen as I read. For God has done what the law weakened by flesh could not do by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin. He condemned, I'll insert our sin in the flesh, inserting in Christ's flesh. Verse four, in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. So God has made a way for sinners like you and me to be made righteous in God's sight. We are no longer under God's condemnation, verse 1, because Christ was condemned in our place on the cross. That's that great exchange. Now in verses 5 and 6, Paul continues this theme and he contrasts those who are living in the flesh and setting their minds on the flesh with those who are living according to the spirit, setting their minds according to, or on the spirit. Follow with me as I read all of our text today for today, which is verses five through eight. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the spirit set their minds on the things of the spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death. But to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God, for it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Now let's look at verse 5. Do you see how important protecting what goes into your mind is? I mean, we could restate verse 5 like this. If your mind is set... Or if you are focused on the things of this sinful world, if those things are your focus, then your words, your actions, and your life will look just like the lost world. Then we can complete that contrast in the following words like this. But if you saturate your mind with the things of God, devouring his word and communing with him in, in prayer, your life will look less like the lost world. Now, notice I did not say your life will look just like Christ. I believe our life will look more and more like Christ as we grow, but I do and you do still mess up every day and for me every hour. I will complete the contrast conversation saying that as the believer saturates him or herself in God's word and thinks about the things of God, versus the things of the world, a burden will grow for the lost and a hunger for God's word and obedience will grow and it will emerge by the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, let's look at verse six where Paul lays out the consequences of those two belief systems. Verse six, for to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. Now, I heard John Piper recently say that the meaning of that word is in verse six. There's two word instances where Paul uses the word is here. He says the meaning of that is reveals the presence of. 
So we could read the verse like this. For to set the mind on the flesh reveals the presence of death. But to set the mind on the spirit reveals the presence of life and peace. You know, as believers, it is easy in this world and in this age to pollute our minds with the things of this world, isn't it? I mean, the 24-7 news cycle, you know, vegging out on the latest, you know, Netflix series or the latest shows, scrolling for hours on different social media platforms. You know, I was listening to a podcast by John Piper recently, I mean, literally this week, and he said something that impacted me just greatly. Um, and the, the title of the podcast was How Much Media is Too Much Media. And he, he said this, I quote, you cannot feel brokenhearted over lost people when you enjoy night after night being entertained by their lostness. And I think Christians need to really ponder that thought and evaluate how much time you are spending on consuming media that is endorsing or glorifying lostness. I think the Christian today must be vigilant to protect what they allow to come into their mind. We must protect it and saturate it with the things of God because the mindset on the spirit reveals the presence of the power of life and peace. Now, let's finish up looking at seven and eight. For the mind, verse seven, for the mind is set on the flesh, is hostile to God, for it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. So what is hostility toward God? What would you say? Well, simply stated, it's disobedience to God's law. In verse 1, Paul says famously, there is therefore now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. What is the implication for those that are not in Christ Jesus? Well, that's right, condemnation. Those who are in Adam are slaves to sin. And verse 7 says they cannot submit to God's law. Verse 8 uses that word again, cannot. That's important. Those who are in the flesh or in Adam cannot please God. This raises the question, how can one please God? How can you please God? By trusting and believing, verse 3. Verse 3 says, for God has done what the law weakened by the flesh. That's weakened by our flesh. We could not do. And then sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, meaning the likeness because of sinful flesh because he was like us, born uh, of woman, but he did not sin. So sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh. That's Christ's flesh. So by believing that God sent Christ as your substitute, you are born again to newness of life and sin no longer has a hold on you. You have been set free to live according to the spirit. Paul says in the last words of 2 Corinthians chapter 2 that as believers, we have the mind of Christ. I love that. We have the mind of Christ. If you're a Christian, God's will for you is to set your mind on the things of God not on the things of this world. And you have his Holy Spirit living inside of you also, and you also have the mind of Christ. So go and walk 
according to the Spirit. Talk to you next time.